the internet, James. It may have brought us all manner of political toxicity and outrageous pornography, but at least it has allowed us, me and you, James Deacon, to sit here and record another classic episode of Compact Dicks. Oh, that's nice. How are you doing? Oh, I love that. That was really good. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. You know, not too yeah. bad. Oh, it's nice to be back doing this, though, isn't it? Holy moly, it's been a while. It's been a while, and the reason for that is uh, we're disorganised, lazy men. Yeah. <laughs> We've got... No, no, I, I wouldn't say that was entirely true. We've got... We are disorganised and lazy, but we, we've got some more people to worry about. There's we're things also going busy on. We're busy and tired. People. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but um, here we are. We're back, and I, I'm glad to be back talking to you so we can present this episode of Compact Dicks and share um, with the listeners choices of their fellow listeners for the desert island. I'm not explaining yes. myself very well at all. <laughs> Dan, why don't you tell the people what this is? Okay, Compact Dicks, it's your chance, you the listener, it's your chance to tell us who and what you think is a dick. It's just a little nugget of listener-submitted content. and Because, uh, you know, why should, why should the well-known comedians get all the, get all the say? Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, I, we'd like to start this off, if you haven't listened to one before, with some choices of our own. Just to mm. just to like light, light the fire, just to light the touch paper and get some things off of our chest. So Dan, what would you like to put on the island this week? Now, sometimes in compact dicks, we say that people can go off off piste yeah. a little bit. Oh, it doesn't yeah, have to like be a it. category that we do in the podcast. Mm. Um, I would like to nominate the car park at Lewisham Hospital <laughs> uh, because. I've been there a few times, like when my son was born and he was in the hospital for a couple of weeks when he was born and he's just had to go back in the last couple of days for some breathing issues, Mm. but he's all right. Mm. But the problem is you're always in quite a heightened state when you visit a hospital, aren't you? And this car park, it's quite a big hospital, it's quite a small car park, so they've done their best to like add in extra spaces to the point which... It's impossible to get your car out of it. Like, you park in a space, you go off to the hospital, you come back, you're feeling a bit tender from it all, and, like, you can't get out. And I was stuck in this fucking space, and I had to go and pick up my other son from school, and I was thinking, I'm going to have to call someone and get him, get, like, another parent to pick him up, because I can't... I tried for about ten minutes... And eventually, a guy who was in a, another space went, oh, look, I can see you're struggling. I'll move my car so that there's a space. Then you can back into that, and then I'll, wow. I'll re-park. Because wow. I just, there was not enough turning room. I felt like, you know, Austin Powers, you know, in that scene when he's just, like, stuck. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even when this guy moved, it still took me about, it was like a million point turn. And that's being oh, conservative wow. with it. Okay. The other person is like a subcategory of this. There was also a guy next to me who could have moved and didn't, but kept pointing out helpfully that I was scraping my bumper on the curb. And I was like, yeah, I fucking know that. Move your fucking car. Wow. And they're just sat there just like... He's just sat there watching this happen and not He's just sat there watching it happen. So he's also a dick. But the bigger dick is Lewisham hospital car park i like that you've put lewisham hospital car park um what i will just caveat with saying that i know that you're a fantastic driver dan so it, like <laughs> you like i uh, the fact that you struggle to get out means that it it is a real issue i don't know if i'm fat i mean i've got quite a long car and it doesn't help but there yeah. was just no you know like there's just no way and i just luckily if this person hadn't moved i would have just had to walk home and like get someone else to pick my son up 
I love that uh, you said to me, I'm going to get this car to prove that you don't have to get a cash car um, to be a family car and you're struggling to use this car. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, you know, it's just, yeah, just funny. Yeah. Um, that, oh, Dan, that's good. I, I've, been, I've been in a similar experience, but like there's a lot of reasons why hospital car parks are going. You're bringing ill people to hospital. I don't want to like carry around like 12 quid worth of change so I can like park to take an ill person into a hospital. I'm like, what the fuck is this system? My mum's a nurse and she goes in, she's a cancer nurse. She needs to get to her job on time. She struggles to park at her own, at the, her own place of work and she drives around for ages looking for her stressful parking space i'm like give people a fucking break man i know i know it's fucking awful like i've got a dent on the back of my car which wasn't at the hospital car park but it was on an afternoon where i'd been at the hospital all day and i just think whenever you've been in a hospital environment chances are your your mind is elsewhere and you're not doing great driving so like mm. make make the spaces big enough to get a car out of <laughs> yeah anyway. at a minimum at a minimum yeah. <laughs> um james what about you what's been getting what's been grinding your gears this week well it's not grinding my gears so much as um i feel like mine is going to be more specific to the island and mm-hmm. i was thinking about like someone that I wouldn't want to be stuck with and it's not mm-hmm. a specific person but more, more someone you must have these people in your life where they remind you of stupid shit that you have done so like <laughs> you always have a mate that's been like oh do you remember that one time where you took all your clothes off and then you started eating change from a bucket and you're like well <laughs> yeah but I, I don't actually want to remember that so don't remind me of that time <laughs> or, do you, or like do you remember that time where you like ate a coin so you could get a free pie. Yes, I don't actually want to remember that time. <laughs> There's two examples of you eating coins. <laughs> it was a thing I did for a while. We'll talk about it another time. Um, it was like a party trick, but I, now I think it's given Why me Why do they call him the parking meter? Because <laughs> <laughs> they stand at Lewisham Car Park with my mouth open. <laughs> so yeah, that, there's that. But then also, this is a dual carriageway of embarrassment because alongside mm. that, it's also when you get reminded of things that you don't really want to re- remember so much. And like, for example, there was a period of time when I was very much into like, an, like emo music, right? Mm. And so um, I was doing something the other day and someone mentioned a band and I was just like full well knowing that I know this band I know who they are I probably know some of the members names I probably know the song titles and some of the lyrics but I'm sat there being like oh yeah don't really know if I remember them and then then they're like oh yeah you remember them and then they put the song on and I'm like I can sing every lyric in my head and I'm just so embarrassed in myself that I remember that so anything if you were stuck on the island and anything like that that just reminds you of like cringe inducing moments in your life that's mm. what I wouldn't want to be stuck with at the moment. Because I think our brains naturally do this a bit anyway, don't they? Like, you know, when you're lying in bed at night and you have that yes. thing where, like, all your awful thoughts come back to you and it's always mm. the cringy ones. But, like, if you actually had the personification of that side of your brain just sitting there on an island with you, just, yeah, fuck that shit. Yes, please. Right, so that's it from us. It's at this midway point that we always go to my dad, John Deacon, for some suggestions. And he's got some lovely suggestions. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Well, it's quite a while since you uh, last recorded an episode of Compact Dicks. And I'd just like to say, Dan, uh, what a brilliant selection of guests you've had on since then. 
Now, the other evening I was watching live at the Apollo and uh, one of our previous guests who's been on Desert Island Dicks was appearing. And so I thought I'd just have a quick look through live at the Apollo's guest list. I was quite surprised actually because uh, I made a little little list of people that have actually been on uh, Desert Island Dicks and the people that have been on live Apollo. So firstly, we've got Stephen K. Amos, Cindy V, Zoe Lyons, Callie Beaton, Kay Curd, Angela Barnes, Sarah Keyworth, Esther Manito, Maisie Adams, Jeff Norcott, Shappy Corsandi, Dame Baptiste, Reginald D. Hunter, Tim Renko, Tez Elias, Laura Lex, Marlon Davis, Ahir Shah and Sarah Barron, to name but a few. And I'm sure there's been quite a few more that have been on Desert Island Dicks that have also been on Live at the Apollo. So what I suggest is go back to the back catalogue have a good old listen to uh, Desert Island Dicks and you can catch loads of these comedians on live at the Apollo and see them live. You'll be surprised and it's absolutely brilliant. So that's my recommendations for this week. The guests that have been on live at the Apollo and guests that have been on Desert Island Dicks. So cheers. Bye. Thank you for that as ever, John. Another fine selection of previous episodes to pull out, to pluck from the dicks tree and have a little listen to. So uh, I urge you to follow up his recommendations. There's a lot in the back catalogue to get stuck into. And uh, thank you very much, John. Thank you, Dad. James, we have gathered here to hear a listener submission. Yeah. Let's okay. hear this week's listener submission. Okay, this comes in from Mark. Hi, guys. Wanted to put forth a submission for your awesome pod for a person I would hate to be stuck on the desert island with. That person would be none other than the renowned jackass Steve-O. Mm. Part of the reason why, and maybe it's just me, is I tend to think that anyone who's added O to the end of their name is likely a tosser to begin with. (laughs) If Desert Island Dicks had a host named Dano or James O, I likely would have thought, no thanks, definitely a tosser, moving on. (laughs) And never listened to it. Thankfully, that wasn't the case. By the way, I looked up how Stephen Glover got his nickname Steve-O. And in his own words from an online interview, he says, While I was doing my antics, everybody was drunkenly screaming, Steve-O, Steve-O. And that's where the name came from, drunk people screaming. So yeah, kind of backs up my point about tossers having added an O in some obscure kind of way. Now, I'm all good for practical jokes, always tuned into Candy Camera, Jeremy Beadle back in the day, but there's a big difference between pulling a practical joke on someone and being the kind of sadistic prick that takes enjoyment from inflicting pain on another person. It's fair to say Steve-O falls into the latter category. You just know that it would only be a matter of time before you were the brunt of his twisted sense of humour if stuck on the island with him. Imagine this, you're fast asleep on your palm leaf bed when you start dreaming of pain down below. Before you know it, you're sitting bolt upright screaming at the top of your lungs as your dream shatters and becomes a real life nightmare. You look down, face twisted in thrones of agony to see a snapping turtle clamped onto your crotch. Tears stream down your face as in panic you try to unclamp the jaws of the turtle. Seconds seem like minutes until you're finally able to prise open the turtle's mouth and throw it to one side. Then you just shake and sob due to the pain and trauma. And there, in the distance, 
Through eyes full of tears, you catch a glimpse of Steve-O doubled over laughing hysterically. <laughs> Just like he laughed when you drank direct from the coconut that he gave you, only to discover the water had actually been replaced with his urine. <laughs> Just like he laughed when that tree branch slammed into the back of your head, seemingly out of nowhere, giving you concussion. Just like he laughed when bo- <laughs> oh. just like he laughed when playing Bohemian Rhapsody at full blast every time he fell asleep the other night. Yeah, Steve O is the last person I'd want to be forced to co-inhabit a desert island with. He's a true desert island dicks. Keep up the great work on the pod. Best wishes, Mark. Lovely stuff, Mark. Beautifully written. And um yeah, I think I agree with every single bit of that. It would be Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You just couldn't relax with Steve-O around. I think the other thing is, like, he's had quite a dark past as well, hasn't he? Mm. So, and I just think, like, he'd either be kind of telling you a lot of mad stories where you're like, right, are you okay, mate? Why Why are yeah. you like this? You know, or just, like, things where you'd start off like, oh, that's really funny. You and Johnny Knoxville, and you're going to Las Vegas, and then the next bit you're like, oh, that's... That's that's awful, Steve-O. Like, yeah. You, I don't think you should have done that. Like, Maybe and, that's and, a bad thing that happened. Yeah. And was yeah. the sex worker okay afterwards? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, just lots of like, just stuff that started out funny and got really dark. I feel like one day you'd be having a breakthrough with him and he was like, you know what, I'm going to drop this whole charade and like, I'm just going to try and be me. And you'd be like, that's great. You know, let's try and like work on this together. And then the next day he'd just be pranking the hell out of you again and back to square one. He'd be like, oh, (laughs) Steve-O. Also, he's going to be the first one to completely lose their mind on the island, right? Yeah. He's already unhinged, so it's just like you're trying to stay on an even keel and, like, perhaps get off one day, and you look around and he's just, like, flinging his own shit around and just, like, I don't know. (laughs) That is a fantastic choice. Thank you very much, Mark. So, yeah, thank you for that submission. And if anyone else wants to get in touch, you are always welcome to. You can go to dickspod.com slash contact with your submissions. Mm. Now, um, often at the end of the podcast, you might hear me mention Chris Attaway, who sometimes does editing work for us. Uh, You can tell the episodes he works on because they're the ones that are edited properly. (laughs) And the other day he sent us this. He'd he'd been on chat Jeep. Chat GPT is that what it's mm, called? Yeah, Chat GPT. Yeah, the AI. And he yeah. he got Chat GPT to write an episode of Desert Island Dicks podcast. Oh, so, so funny, uh, here it is. Here's how it starts. Welcome to another episode of the Desert Island Dicks podcast, where we talk to some of the most interesting people in the world and ask them which items they would take with them to a deserted island. So straight away, it's kind of good in tone, but got Mm. the premise wrong. Today, our guest is none other than the legendary rock star, Alice Cooper. So, I mean, got the premise wrong, but they've booked one hell of a guest. (laughs) Yes, So, so, you know, it's kind of one all, me versus computer at the minute. (laughs) Alice, welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have you here. Thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be here, says Alice. 
So, Alice, if you were stranded on a desert island, which three items would you bring with you? Again, wrong premise. But Alice says, well, the first item I would bring is my guitar. I can't imagine being on a deserted island without my trusty guitar. Music is a huge part of my life, and I think it would help me stay sane and keep me entertained. And, and that's it. And then I asked for the second and third item. It's very snappy. Okay, yeah, it's a very it's short quite podcast. Snappy. It's quite good, though. <laughs> Alice Cooper doesn't actually play the guitar, though, does he, as far as no, I know? No, I don't think he plays the guitar. Just a front so, man, isn't he? So, yeah. I, th- I think, Dan, I mean, don't be too worried. I think you just about pip the computer in the end. It's just, what's scary is that that AI has written that from nothing. Like, what? Yeah. Like, it has nothing to go off. And it's like, it's scarily like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the setup is there, then into the first question, then a response. It's not far off. I'm a bit worried because as a middle class white man, you know, mm. I've only got a few options available to, available to me. You know, like I like craft beer, but it makes me too gassy. I don't know enough about numbers to do crypto. Podcasting is basically like my only option. <laughs> and, if, <laughs> and if ChatGPT, if some fucking computer comes along and snatches it away from me, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah, you're stuck then. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Um, well, thank you, Chris. That is really fun. I enjoyed that. And um, Maybe we'll yeah. post it on our social so you can Let's read the whole that. thing we can that's do that's really, the that's professional thing that. to do that's isn't it idea, yeah so head over yeah. to that that's a great throw to you can also submit uh, suggestions for compact dicks on instagram or twitter at dicks pod you can indeed so mm. send us them and we'll be back with another compact dicks very soon thank you dan and this week i'm gonna say love you bye love you too bye